Hello to our listeners. Welcome to the Women Governance Trailblazers podcast, where we listen to the journeys of trailblazing women in the corporate governance field, their passions, struggles, and commitment to improving how companies and boards function. My name is Liz Dunchy, and my co-host is Courtney Camlet. Hi, everyone. Courtney and I are both passionate about governance, and we want to spotlight some of the amazing women who share that passion. We are connecting with guests from different paths and industries to hear their perspectives on what surprised them in their career and where they think the field of corporate governance is going. For this episode, we're very excited to be talking with Sarah Jensen, who is Assistant Corporate Secretary for Co-op Solutions. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. We're so glad you're here, Sarah. Now, you're a passionate advocate for corporate governance. Tell us about your current role as Assistant Corporate Secretary for Co-op Solutions, and how is it working with a board of 11 directors that represent approximately 900 shareholding institutions? It's amazing. Um, It's amazing because I have the opportunity to sit at the table with the board and management and really discuss the strategy of the company. Where is it going? Where are the needs? How can we support our institutions and our shareholders. As our title and our company suggests, we're cooperative. And so our board is really made up of CEOs of our constituents of credit unions. So we have a pretty closed network, um, but we're all there to support the credit union movement. So as the assistant corporate secretary, it's my role and a great role, I would say, to help facilitate making sure that the right information is getting to the right people at the right time so that the conversations can be made and decisions can be pushed forward, both for the company and for our clients. So to be a shareholder, you have to be a credit union. And so everything is really in support of credit unions and their members. I feel like part of the role of assistant or corporate secretary is like chief facilitator officer. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I put in my notes when I was prepping that this really feeds my type A personality, right? This role (laughs) of, you know, a hundred moving pieces and tight timelines and 20 voices. It, it is, uh, it is quite the, the challenge day in and day out. You have to be quite diplomatic, too, to be dealing with all of those different personalities. Absolutely. Um, Has there been anything that surprised you as you've progressed in your career? You know, I think the thing that has really surprised me is I have always considered myself a detail-oriented person with a great memory. It's something I've prided myself on. But my corporate secretary is always three steps ahead of me, right? So even as I've progressed in my career, I feel like, oh, man, I wish I would have thought of that, right? Or I wish I would have remembered it that way. And so what surprised me is, A, I'm not alone in how I'm approaching these things, but that there's always more to learn and always more to strive for. And I think that that's really helped. It's helped my career and it's helped me challenge myself in the role of assistant corporate secretary and really looking at what it is I want to do with that skill moving forward. 
So that's something that I think um, has really surprised me. And what I found is that, uh, you know, the corporate secretary might be, you might be looking at them as being three steps ahead of you, but you're probably also remembering things and keeping track of things that they may have lost. And so um, it really does take a team for any of these management functions uh, and everybody needs to be doing their part to make it a success. Absolutely. Yeah, there was a situation the other day when we were talking about our nominating subcommittee and I had made a connection to one of the charter comments. You know, it was just a very small knit within the charter that nobody else, either on the board or the corporate secretary had made. And you're right, it, it really takes all of us to think about it holistically to, to get to the end game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I know we, we met recently at a governance conference and from our conversations, you know, I know you spent many years working in the governance field, but didn't necessarily start out that way. And that wasn't your initial career path. So what has been most impactful to you over the years where you have seen governance change the most? Yeah, so I came from a space of program management. And so as we started from the ground floor with our governance structure, the company tapped me on the shoulder to say, hey, can you help us build this and then incorporate it for our company? And so we really were starting from scratch, which was great. It, it was great because none of us had preconceived notions. None of us really um, had an ulterior motive or other agendas. It was really, how do we build the best structure for the company at large? And so to take that and really then not only pivot from the beginning to where we are today, which is a several year journey, but to really see how governance has bolstered us and allowed to get allowed us to get rid of all of the noise and really focus on the important conversation. And I think that that is really the journey that our governance path has taken is that it has provided us structure so that we can stay focused. And I think that that is really um, one of the great benefits. And I think in the in the broader world, you know, I was just at um, Society's uh, Essentials Conference last week, and we talked a lot about that and a lot about the board members having to focus on so many different things now, right? You talk about ESG and all of the areas, and do you have a subcommittee for that, or do you try to bake it into your regular work? Is it off the side of the desk or do you have a whole organization? There's a lot to worry about and a lot to focus on. And I think that as professionals, our role is to help guide that for the to suit our companies to the best of our ability. So that's, I think, where the challenge is and one that everybody that I've talked to has really risen to the occasion of. And I'll say that program management at its backbone is amazing for this role because mm-hmm. so much of what you're doing is managing work plans and schedules and calendars and, and discussion items and follow-up items. And so it just, it's a lot of program management. It really is. And the interconnectivity, I think, of systems, right? Because you have to think about how do all of our committees fit together? How do these systems and structures then roll up? And I think that that is 
that's the the best challenge for me is is those systems um, of incorporation of of the work. Yeah. Um, so that is very insightful. Everything that you've said about the the power of governance and how it can assist an organization. What advice would you give to our listeners about building your career? Ask questions. Ask all the questions. Don't be shy. I have found every, and and I do not say this lightly, every individual that I have come in contact with within this space has been more than willing to share their experience and expertise and provide guidance if asked, right? Don't assume that you know. Always ask the question. But then also on the flip side, don't be afraid to make decisions. So it's kind of two sides of the same coin. I think it's hard for somebody who comes in new. I was talking to a woman at a conference last week. She was great. She said, I thought my boss was just so mean and anal. And then after being here, I realized that's my job, right? So, yeah. <laughs> you know, this is my job. And, yeah. um, and it was just such a great comment. And so, but but not being afraid to make the decisions that, you know, might not be right. They might not be perfect, but that experience is going to be invaluable as you build your career, right? Building that confidence. And then, you know, you can always check with people before you make the decision. I'm not saying go in blind, right? Do your due diligence, do your homework, make sure that you are right-sizing for your organization, but step into it. Be brave. That's what I would say. Be brave. I love that. Thank you so much. That's one we haven't gotten before. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that is really great advice. You know, I have little kids and they they say, uh, be a brave speller. My kids are learning to spell. So be a I brave speller. By, be, a, be a brave career woman as well. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so what do you think women in the corporate governance field can add to the current conversation on the societal role of companies? You know, I've thought a lot about this question. And I think where we really have an advantage is that our board members trust us, right? We are trusted advisors to our board and we should leverage that platform. And I'll give you a few examples. So at our company, we have employee resource groups and they're, you know, different areas of focus. We have a Black Professionals Group, and we have Inspire Her, which is a a women's organization to help support each other in the professional space and and Pride Alliance and several others. But what we've done is we've really tapped our board to come and speak to the employees of the company using those spaces Mm -hmm. to share what it means to be a CEO, to share what it means to be on a board. What was your career path like? And so we did this with our female board members and really focused on what does it mean to be a woman in the boardroom? How can we share each other's voice? How can we support each other? And then we're doing the same thing with our Black board members, with our Black professional um, ERG. And so really leveraging those individuals to not only share their experience, 
but then to be a mentor and to be somebody who then is available to the the companies in which they support, right? We talk a lot about shareholders and we talk a lot about ESG and all of the outside influences that may come through the doors. But if we can really support and show that humanity from our board members to our employees, I think that that is a great way to to leverage our relationships. Um, And then they get to see kind of more of, of what the culture is like within our organizations. So I think bringing any of those issues forward talking to them about, you know, what maybe some of the cultural challenges are and giving them the platform is a great way to to leverage and participate in that kind of bold governance. So that's what your board sounds very supportive. That's wonderful. They're so supportive. They really are. That's great. Yes. And they were so thrilled. We gave them little fleeces after the panel discussion, you know, with our logo on it. And <laughs> I saw them at our last board meeting. I got to get the swag. And they were like, we loved our fleece, you know. Oh, that's but great. they really enjoyed participating in the panel. And then a, another thing that happened was at our conference that we hosted, we had more panel discussions on DE&I. And they hung around and spoke to many of our clients and many of our employees about what they saw and what they experienced mm-hmm. and supporting the work that we're doing within our organization in DEI. And so it just plays forward, right? Mm-hmm. And of course it's aligned with the, the credit union movement, you know, yeah. member. So yeah. By the way, I, I love the ERG Inspire Her, which I think you you started. I, I it's just such a even the name, you know, <laughs> is exciting. It is. Today's our two-year anniversary. Oh, oh. congratulations. Yes. So we started with 31 um, employees, I think, 31 women, and now we're up to 409. And uh, wow. it's just amazing. Yeah, it's wow. really great. So cool. So. Congratulations. That's a huge thank milestone. You. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you for joining us and for sharing your insights. Absolutely. Thank you again for having me. It was such a joy. Absolutely. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us for this episode of Women Governance Trailblazers. Please subscribe on whatever platform you use for podcasts. And we would love if you rate us while you're there. Thank you.